Power. Welcome to the Automated Accounting Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to episode two of the Accounting Automation Podcast. My name is Brian Clare. I'm the CEO and founder of Blueprint Accounting and my co-host is... Heather Satterley uh, from Satterley Training and Consulting. Awesome. So our episode today is on uh, to text or not to text with clients. That's like the big question, isn't it? Right? Do you give them your phone number? Do you want them to text you at... 8.30 8.30 a.m. on a Sunday? I don't know. Like, is never, that? Never. I'm guessing no. I, my answer to that is no, but I think that a lot of accounting professionals kind of struggle with that because they want to have like good customer service. So why I'm are sure. we here, Brian? So uh, we are here because we are on a quest to eradicate data entry through accounting automation. That's right. We want to get rid of all of it. All of the data entry gone. One day, I have this vision, Brian, that one day we'll just think it. You know how I say, you know, if you think, if you really think and you really believe it'll just happen, that's what it's going to be like. We're just going to think that all of the transactions will go in automatically just by thinking about them. Wouldn't that be cool if you could make a journal entry with your mind? That would be pretty impressive. I think what you're saying is you want everyone to have microchips in their brains. Is that what's going on? I don't know. I don't don't like it. I don't like it the way you say it. I don't like it that way. No, <laughs> that's scary. But you're right. Sure. They would need to do that. I was thinking more of like the, the magic part of it. Like we're all magical beings or something, but that's me. That could be fun. Cause we are, we are geeky accountants who hate data entry and labor of any kind. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. What's new in the world? What's new in the world of accounting automation, Brian? So one thing uh, we were talking about actually was ADP now integrates with Slack and Microsoft Teams. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. I think that's amazing. And I think it's probably something that's super under, underutilized. So if you have clients that are using ADP Run or Workforce Now, did you know that you can go to uh, marketplace.adp.com and you can download Slack or you have Slack, you can download the integration between Slack and Microsoft Teams. And the cool thing is, is that it's a bot. So your employees can like ask Slack, hey, how many personal days do I have left this month? And ADP, when it's tracking that, can give them those answers. So that's cool. And it's free. It's like a no-cost add-on to ADP Run and Workforce Now. Who knew? Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, how many times have you thought, how much vacation do I have left, actually? A lot. I was just talking to my daughter yesterday, and she's coming to visit me next month. And she's like, I don't know. I'm going to have to call Human Resources because I don't know how much vacation I have left. And if they had that app, she could have just opened Slack on her phone and put in how much vacation. And she could have said, mom, I have two weeks left. I <laughs> Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Yeah. And no typing. She could have just spoke it into her, spoke it, is that right? Spoke it to her phone? Yep. The other thing that we're seeing, and it's not accounting related, but it affects all of us, is that we see the, the like COVID-19 tracking apps are popping up all over the place. So... Australia has one now, um, China has one, and the USA, I think all over the place, there's universities that are doing it, and even Rhode Island, which is what we, what we think of it as our, our governor, um, Gina Raimondo, she told us that we now have an app in the state of Rhode Island, and it's called Crush COVID Rhode Island. Good name too, right? Great name. 
Yeah, but it allows you to keep track of where you've been. So you can create a, a, a location diary that tells you where you were and who you were with so that if somebody does get sick, you'll know and, you know, you can stop the spread, which is kind of cool. Yeah, a little bit of automation there for sure. Definitely. I mean, I, I think there's privacy concerns, I think, too. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> People care about that, I guess. Yeah, they do. Cool. So why don't we jump into the tech of the day? Talk a bit about some texting apps here. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know about you, but, and I think we just talked about this at the very beginning, like, I don't want to give my text, I don't want to give my phone number, my personal phone number, out to my clients, and... And this is to your personal phone number, right? This is my personal phone. So I am, I've gotten three text messages today from clients, and then I have a bunch of text messages from work with, like, other, like, people I work with. So I don't want those after hours and I do get them after hours mm -hmm. and I don't want them on the weekends. Right. Cause that's my time. And I even, Brian, I even went out and bought a second phone last year cause I was like, I don't want people texting me. So I'm just going to give them this other phone number <laughs> and then I can put that phone in a drawer on Friday at five and leave it there until Monday. And you know how that worked, right? Yeah. Yeah. I gave the phone to my mother. <laughs> and then you gave everyone your other true yeah. personal phone number. Right. right. Yeah. That was, yeah. That didn't work. So what are, what are some examples here that we've looked at that, uh, that can kind of get around this? Yeah. So there's this app called Snapdesk, just like it sounds, Snapdesk. And what it does is it gives you a number and it allows you to have that text messaging capability with your customers and your clients without giving them your phone number. So that could work. And, and I actually, I met with, um, they were finalists in Intuit's $100,000 app showdown back in 2018. And um, they were runner up, one of the top 10 finalists. And so the, I got to meet the creators of this app and they actually developed it out of a necessity for their own family business. So they had a family business that was in field service and they found that they wanted a way that they could, you know, communicate with their clients um, or their customers to let them know when they were coming, when things would come up. And so they actually developed this technology for themselves and they were like, Hey, everybody else would love this. So they brought it to market. So um, yeah, it, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's pretty reasonable as far as yeah. the cost too. Definitely. $20 per month on the website, you get 500 text messages. Yeah, it's an interesting pricing model. So that's how they charge is based on the number of texts that you send and receive. And so you can receive, you can receive texts too. I, you know, of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't really work if you only had yeah, one. You can so. only send. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, that's kind of like the... Uh, I want to say the 90s model of, of texting where they charge per message. At least that's what it was when I had right. my first cell phone. So that's kind of interesting. So use cases. What are some use cases of this that you can think of? So, I mean, like if you have a proposal software, you could grab the link, drop it into Snapdesk, send that message to your client, and then they could accept the proposal from their phone. I think another one that, that I thought of, and I think somebody, I didn't think of it, somebody shared it with me. So I'm trying to sound smarter than I am. But, you know, if you have somebody in field service and they show up at a job and maybe it's, they want a before picture or something, or maybe they're not sure of how they should do something, they could snap a picture through Snapdisk 
and it can go to the client with a question, right? Or maybe they're delivering something and they show that they left it on the door the way that Amazon does, right? Yep. So that's, that's one way you can do it. And I think one of the things I really like about it is it integrates with QuickBooks Online. So it pulls in all of your customer information and then those, all of those messages and the, um, the conversations are saved to your customer profile in Snapdesk. So there's an integration there that kind of streamlines that whole client communication and opens it up because you can't really text in QuickBooks Online. So it kind of gives you that functionality. Nice. Uh, a couple of other ones that I found, or at least one that I've tried, was Twilio. So it's T-W-I-L-I-O. And then I think you had mentioned ClickSend. Yeah, ClickSend is, uh, is one that I have tested. I haven't actually used it in real life, but I, te I tested it. And that allows you to do not only text messaging, but um, phone calls. And what I love about Twilio, which I'm not familiar with, but and Snapdesk is that they connect to Zapier, our favorite app. Yeah, the Zapier fiends love anything that connects to Zapier for sure. Right. Yeah, so, I, that, that was the testing I did actually with Twilio was like, what can I move stuff around? So like the proposal example that I, I mentioned, you know, we use practice ignition in our, um, in our firm. So I could have something where a proposal gets set to, you know, awaiting acceptance and then maybe it sends a text message through Twilio using Zapier. Yeah, that's brilliant. You know, I get text messages from my dentist and other health professionals to remind me of, and conf both confirm and remind me of appointments. And I really think that that could be super valuable for accounting professionals too, because how many times, Brian, have you been stood up by a client? More than once, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you were to have them confirm the appointment, if you had some kind of technology like through ClickSend, which it does allow you to do that, um, either you, uh, through Zapier or it also has some automation built into it, um, that could be amazing just to remind clients, hey, you have an appointment, I send a text message, you know, confirm your appointment, then send another text message like, you know, two or three days before the appointment to say, these are the documents that you need to bring. Yep. If, the, if it's in person and if it's not in person, these are the documents that you need to upload and send a link and then have them send like the day before saying, Hey, you know, um, don't forget, but something like that, but via text, because didn't you, you had, you had put a statistic yep. in, in some of our notes about yeah. texting. Yeah. 95% of texts are read within three minutes of receiving them. That is ridiculously fast. It is. Uh, average response time being 90 seconds. So if you think about sending an email, they're probably, maybe they looked at it, maybe they didn't right away, but most likely they're ignoring it for a bit. Um, and then with text messages, pretty quick response time. Well, I mean, also if you haven't turned off your read receipt thing, like the read. Oh yeah. Then you have to respond <laughs> because yeah. they, you can see that they can see that you've read it, and if you don't respond, then you're you're a jerk, right? Giving people anxiety. Yeah, they're like, she doesn't want to talk to me. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't care. So yeah. So either turn that off. That's another thing that you can turn that off. So if you're one of those that likes to read text and not respond, and you find that you have fewer friends than you had before. <laughs> um, that might be a setting you want to look into because you can turn that off and then people just won't know. They'll think that your phone's somewhere and you're not near it. But if like you open your, desk. your text message and it shows that you've read it and then you don't respond, then that yep. typically has a negative reaction from the recipient. Totally. Awesome. 
let's, uh, why don't we talk about automation of the day? So this is uh, one of yours apps actually. Which is well, we're gonna share one of mine and one of yours, which is fun because we both get to show off a little bit for each one of these. So yeah, so I have an automation, it's a zap. And so what I do is when I go on vacation, um, you know, we always do the auto, the vacation responder, right? So I use Gmail. So I do the vacation responder that says, hey, I'm not in the office. But what I do is to keep people from texting me. Um, if I don't want to give them, like I told, I just confessed to the world that I got three text messages from clients today, but I don't give all my clients text messages. So now I'm in trouble because a client that I didn't give my phone number to is going to say, you give some, but not all. What's up with that? I'm in trouble now. <laughs> But anyway, clients, right? maybe it's like a new client. Like I don't give new clients my phone number until they need it, right? It's just not something that I give up. So anyway, so what I do, getting back to my zap is the email, the responder, my vacation email says to my clients, hey, I'm on vacation. Um, if you need something right away, could you just respond to this email and put urgent, the word urgent in all capital letters in the subject line? And then I created a zap where the trigger is new email matching search with the subject and the subject like includes the word urgent. And then the action of that, um, of that zap is it sends me a text message to my phone with the body of that email. So are so you on vacation today and we're all three texts, urgent texts? No, I wasn't on vacation today. I, like I said, I gave people, some people have my texts. My, my phone number and so they text me. But yeah, um, so that's that's kind of my hack for that. And that you don't, you know, all you need is Zapier account, right? And that is actually a single step Zap. Do you, Brian, do you know if you get the SMS by Zapier in the free plan? Or not is that- 100% sure. Yeah, not 100% sure. Either. If you do, then that's a free Zap. That's a good one, definitely. You know, you don't have to go check your emails for the urgent stuff because you'll just automatically get that text message right away. Exactly. And my clients, you know, know not to ur say it's urgent if it's not urgent. If they did, then they probably wouldn't be my client. Oh, there we go. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. The other automation of the day, I guess we'll, we'll highlight one that uh, the Blueprint does. And this is just a receipt reminder that we send to clients every month. Uh, I think they get it on the 25th of the month that it'll happen. And we basically simple one-step zap, right? So schedule by Zapier kicks off the 25th, 9 a.m. And then the action is uh, it's through a, it's through active campaign. So that's what we use for our email marketing. And uh, it just creates the campaign and sends it out to a specific list. So they just get a reminder every month saying it's the, it's near the end of the month. Please submit your receipts. You know, we don't have to send that to individual clients every single month. Saves us a ton of time. I love that. That is, that that's a huge time saver. And so it goes through ClickSend via email. I mean, it goes through Active Campaign via email. I had done one too with ClickSend, and like I said, I didn't use it. I was testing it, and the one that I had created it at the time, I had created a zap for it because ClickSend couldn't do this on its own, but now it can. One cool thing about ClickSend is you can schedule texts. So one use case that I thought of for accounting professionals was reminders for estimated tax payments, right? To say, you know, create a list of those clients that need the estimated tax payments made and then have that trigger 
and it will trigger, you don't need Zapier for it with ClickSend, um, just send it out to that list and then we get a text saying, hey, your estimated tax payment's due in five days, 10 days, whatever. If you need help, give us a call at the office. Cool, and uh, I would guess that you got a pretty good response on that because of that, you know, the stat that I mentioned where people usually exactly. answer texts pretty quickly, right? Yeah, and I mean, if you think about it, and, and I, I definitely I would recommend sending that not on the 14th, because <laughs> most of them are due on the 15th. I would send something like that on like the 5th of every quarter, you know, every quarter that it's due just to let people know, you know, give them enough time to reach out to you if they need, you know, maybe something's happened. Because that's one thing as a tax preparer or tax practitioner, you know, clients aren't, if you don't meet with the client monthly, so it, this mostly happens with your individual clients that you're not meeting with on a periodic basis as an, in an advisory role. Um, but those clients that, you know, something has changed or something has happened in the year that, you know, they, they don't call you up and tell you about when they get those text messages, it kind of reminds them, Hey, Oh yeah, I got, you know, I sold that rental property last week for whatever. And I'm going to have, you know, I need to, to handle that. So, um, I love that. And there's no, you know, there's, that's automation. It's totally automated. Good way to keep the clients on their toes. That's for sure. Yeah. And compliant. Yeah. Great stuff. So what's our challenge? We have an automation challenge for everybody. So our challenge for this episode is canned responses in emails. Whatever software you're using, this is definitely something that you can set up very, very easily. Uh, highly recommend doing it. I know for Blueprint, we definitely have specific canned responses. Saves you a ton of time. You're not typing out the same thing every time. Just like you know the examples that we gave on you know, your vacation reminder, my receipt reminder saves time, right? Yeah. The whole point of doing the automation. Definitely. And some, some applications, like I use Pipedrive for my CRM, those um, canned responses, you can insert fields. So you can put in like dear name, you know, first name or whatever, which is nice. In Gmail, you can't do that. I don't think. If you can't, somebody tell me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a Microsoft firm. So. <laughs> can you do that? You can probably do that in Microsoft. Can you? Can you insert fields? I, I think so. But we also use something called Front. It like sits front. on top of our email. So, but you can do the placeholders within front for sure. Nice. So the challenge then is think about the responses that you send that are quite typical, mm -hmm. quite recurring and set those up as canned responses. What is the one that you feel is most impactful for your business? So being in Canada, we have uh, not the IRS, we have the CRA. And whenever you have an account with them, you can set up a representative to add. So, so like as an accounting firm, we can access their account. So, you know, we have a canned response that basically requests that access. You just you know, click on it, it has everything that they need to create that rep or the representative and then um, send that off and they can get us added. Very cool. I, I have one for a new client that if, if it's, a, it's a potential client, but they're a QuickBooks online client. I have one that, has the instructions for them to add me as an account user. So it's already got all of the account steps for them to log into their company and, and send the invitation. And because that was one that I was constantly, you know, you have to type out all the different steps. So now it's like so easy. It's so easy. I just put in their email address, pick it and off it goes. And it's, it's detailed instructions. I'm going to guess that a lot of your clients probably added you as an admin user, not an accountant user maybe. And that's why you made the instructions. Yeah, well, no, they wouldn't know how to do it. 
So I gave the instructions because they just wouldn't, yeah, I mean, they wouldn't know how to do it. And you're right. You know, um, they, they just, I, I don't assume (laughs) for 30 years of experience, I never assume that somebody knows how to do something. (laughs) Just make it easy, right? Isn't that what we're supposed to do? is make it as easy as possible. So if the instru- if they don't need the instructions, great. If they do, they're there. They don't have to send me another email and say, how do I do this? Because I think that's really why I did this. Because I would say, hey, send me an accountant's, you know, invite me as an accountant user. And the next email would be, how do I do that? Right? That's Absolutely. a really small thing that people can do to really automate their lives. Yep. Retyping emails sucks. It totally does. It's such a time suck. And the other trick that I would tell people is go back to an email that you recently sent to somebody that already has all the words. Cause you know, Brian, you and I were, we like being, we're lazy. Um, <laughs> and then copy it and then go into the canned response <laughs> email and paste it and you're done. You go. It's going to take you like five seconds to do it. I like it. That's yeah. a very good tip actually. Very good. Yeah. Awesome. Just make sure you remove their names. Yeah, put in the placeholders. Put in the placeholders. And, and highlight the placeholders, with, which I love hate. I love hate that, Brian, because if you put in, if you highlight the placeholders in the canned response template, what always happens to me is I go and I type in their name and it's highlighted. And then I have to go figure out which button to press to unhighlight. <laughs> but then yeah. if you don't, then sometimes if you forget, then it goes to dear insert name. <laughs> <laughs> ever sent one of those before i don't know if i have i've definitely received them from i have too email makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside when you get oh, totally your does. insert name immediate delete <laughs> right so i think i'd rather have it be highlighted and have the extra aggravation but cool cool a lot of automation stuff today yeah i will do the outro we brian and i we are here to help you work less by automating more we'll see you next time thanks Thanks for listening. Please rate and comment on this podcast at Apple Podcasts. And you can continue the conversation with us by visiting our website.